Welcome, family and friends, to Inside the Locker Room with Coach Moore, the number one youth football podcast in Georgia. I'm Coach Moore, the host. This podcast is sponsored by Team Motivation and is geared and focused on bringing valuable information in today's youth football. In the beginning of every episode, I will be given a quote of the day, and that quote is by Pete Carroll. Each person holds so much power within themselves that needs to be let out. Sometimes they just need a little nudge, a little direction, a little support, a little coaching, and the greatest things can happen. Thanks, listeners, for tuning in and joining me in today's seventh episode where I'll be discussing offers. Most offers to student athletes at this stage are bogus offers. Sure, many are the real deal, but there are that many more that are nothing more than a way for colleges to stay in the game with a prospect without losing ground on them to other colleges. When in reality, the offer isn't a committable one, though it could be down the road. These offers mostly consist of certain verbiage such as, we are offering you a scholarship depending on three main goals being met. Keeping your grades up, continuing to get better on the field and staying out of trouble off the field. That way the school has offered the prospect, but they have given themselves wiggle room if the prospect wanted to commit right away. Saying the offer is based on certain things that must be met first. Nowadays, offers go out before evaluations are even being made. Many of these student athletes get the chance before the offers are accepted and before the evaluations are even met. Problem with that is by the full evaluation is done on a player, if one college haven't offered him, other colleges have. Basically, the offers are a way to keep the colleges in the thick of the race for the prospect, but if he tried to commit at that time, he would be turned down. That's the way the game is being played now. Tennessee and Alabama, for example, have offered close to 150 kids a scholarship this year so far. Keep in mind, you can only bring in 25 players a year. So offering 150 seems outrageous, but not when you take into account that many of these offers are simply a way to stay in touch with a player that might be further down the board, but they might want him down the road if they have lost out on other top targets. It gives college a backup plan, basically. Some might think this is outrageous to the player if he thinks he has an offer but really doesn't the player could turn down other colleges thinking he has an offer from a big time school only to find out that it isn't a offer at all or even a a committable offer but that's the way the game is being played now and it's up to the player to find out just how sincere this offer is if a college reads about a stud player that has 10 offers that school will most likely send an offer in the mail as well whether they think they want him or not the point is to not fall behind in case they need or want that player so they get their foot in the door with an offer and then evaluate them if uh, a player they want then they become the first school to offer him and and he remembers that and it's their advantage offers breed offers i cannot tell you how many times you will see a kid that is relatively under the radar get offered from a big time bc school bcs school without within a month he will have interest from many more programs if one 
primary school is offering the player, then maybe they should get in on him too. The bottom line is they have to offer players and enroll them now. If they don't, they probably won't land the prospect because everyone else has already offered him. Recruiting is an ever-evolving game. And this is just one of many little secrets that recruiting entails, but you must grasp the concept, the concept to have a better understanding of how the game is being played these days. Playing college football on a full athletic scholarship is a dream for many student athletes. It can even be a starting point for one day joining the NFL, though it requires a great deal of planning and preparation. Your child can get a scholarship with patience, dedication, and hard work. Here are three methods to help your child make this dream come true. Method number one, meeting the academic and eligibility requirements. Start preparing early. Recruiting is a process that takes years, and college coaches will often take a look at even freshman athletes during their first year of high school. Talk with their guidance counselor about taking courses that will satisfy the NCAA course requirements, which I discussed in the last episode segment, NCAA Clearinghouse. Begin to watch their GPA and play the best that they can every game while bonding with their coaches. Take the right classes. To gain NCAA eligibility, they'll need to complete a set of core courses, which I discussed in last episode segment, NCAA Clearinghouse. The NCAA website also contains a handy PDF worksheet that allows you to track their academic process. They can also find out more information about how transfer credits figure into the eligibility. Maintain good grades. Colleges are looking for athletes but also students who can succeed academically and graduate. The GPA requirements for the NCAA eligibility are mapped alongside their test scores. For example, if their GPA isn't as good as they'll need a strong SAT or ACT test score. In contrast, a high GPA can balance out a low test score. Get solid SAT or ACT scores. As I mentioned before in my last episode segment, NCAA Clearinghouse, their test scores will be placed on a sliding scale alongside their GPA. Try to have them study for these tests before they take them. They can also take them as many times as they wish in order to get a higher score, but be aware they will pay a fee to test each time. Register with the NCAA. For more information, please listen to my last episode and review this process. Adhere to NCAA regulations. Beware that the NCAA can also suspend an eligible athlete with due cause. Consult the NCAA's guide for the college-bound student athlete available in both printed and online versions. They also want to watch out for moral violations such as drug or alcohol-related issues. Understanding the terms of their scholarship. Once they've gotten that golden ticket, their job is not done. They'll need to work hard in college in order to keep the funds coming in. Some football programs will offer one-year scholarships, while others will grant a few multi-year ones as well. Ask lots of questions before they sign and sign and uh, pay close attention. Adhere to the scholarship rules 
while they're enrolled. Here's method two, interacting with college level coaches. Create a list of colleges. When they first decide that they want to play college football, sit down and make a list of schools that best fit their abilities and interests. Take into account the school's location, the team's future potential and history, and the academic offerings. Use this list as the starting point for reaching out to programs and coaches. Know the scholarship division levels. As they consider schools, they'll need to decide whether or not to go after a D1 program or look at D2s or D3 option. D1 offers the most full scholarships for football. However, it's also the most competitive. D3, on the other hand, is a good option for students, athletes interested in balancing out academics and sports. Reach out to college coaches. Call, email, or send a letter to those coaches who direct programs to their direct programs that are the highest interest to them. Have them introduce themselves and be as specific as they can regarding what attracts them to their program. Get a hold of them as a freshman or sophomore so that they'll be on their radar later on. Ask their high school coaches for help. Their current coaches can offer suggestions regarding strong and suitable college football programs. They can also contact college coaches to discuss their potential. If other football players from their high school have gone on to play college ball, their coaches can reach out to them as well for assistance. Know the recruiting calendar. College coaches follow specific rules regarding when and how they are able to contact potential students. Two more fully understand the recruiting process and make the most of these contacts. Go to the NCAA website and look over the recruiting calendar posted there. College coaches will also expect you to be informed regarding these rules. Get advanced before they commit. Get advice, excuse me, before they commit. When they are present, when they are presented with a contract or any paperwork, have their coaches and yourself look it over as well. Read all of the fine print to see if there is anything concerning. Look for any areas of possible negotiation as well. Sign a, nat a, a national letter of intent. The process of landing a football scholarship will end with them committing to a college and signing an official offer letter, letter of intent. This is a contract between the school and them. They will give them a scholarship in return for them attending their school for at least a year. Most of these contracts are signed, are signed by the start of February. Finally, here's method three. Standing out from the crowd. Tell them to do their best every game. At the end of the day, their athletic proudness is the chief factor determining whether or not they will receive a scholarship. They must play hard every game and they must play as many games. Therefore, make sure they're a team player as well in order to show that they'll work well with new teammates. Attend training camps and combines. In the summer before their senior year, if not earlier, make sure they attend as many football camps and showcases as they can to try to target those camps sponsored or held by colleges that they are interested in. In some cases, they will need to have their coaches send in a recommendation for them. 
make a highlight film. This is a commonly recommended part of recruiting process for every sport, including football. Put together a huddle account of their best plays. It should be five minutes or less. Also post their highlights on YouTube and other social media platforms and email the coaches the link. So closing out this episode segment offers, I want to give um, recommendations and congratulate a few players that I've coached in regular season or in an all-star game that have signed with colleges to further their football and academic career. Diamari Chambers, committed to Tennessee State. Aiden Gaines, committed to Army. Jonathan McGee, committed to Georgia Prep. Tyler Roach, committed to Tufts. Malachi Robinson, committed to Furman. Zaire Thornton, committed to Tennessee State. Nico Vagaleri, committed to Penn. Michael Wright, committed to Vanderbilt. Thanks to all my listeners, and I look forward to next week's episode where I'll be discussing social media. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to do so. Those questions will be answered Saturday in my Q&A review recap in the Coach's Corner section. Please follow me on Facebook, Inside the Locker Room with Coach Moore, Team Motivation with Coach Moore, and on Spotify, Inside the Locker Room with Coach Moore podcast. Peace and blessings. Thanks.